Welcome to The Screen Queen, the show where I'll be talking about your favorite show or your favorite movie. You'll just have to find out what you're about to know. This is your Screen Queen, your host, Samantha Parrish. Hello there and welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for being here. I hope that everyone had a wonderful holiday or that you just survived the holidays because that's what I tried to do. But uh, unfortunately, (laughs) I got an extra Christmas gift this year. Your host caught COVID over the holidays, and it um, it pushed back the production of this episode until I was able to not sound like a combination of Bruce Stern from The Hateful Eight and sounding a lot like Reagan from The Exorcist. It was not a good combo to have together, man. Woo! But I got some tea, I got my energy back, and I want to get into this very special episode to bring in the new year on the screen queen. So with the late start that I had with this show, well, I say late start, I kind of started this show in May when there was kind of like a quarter ish left of 2022. So I didn't have that much time in this, in that year to be able to put up a bunch of content. But then to my surprise in the 21 episodes that I created, The 21 episodes really went places, and I saw the stats increase. I got phone calls from my friends saying that they loved the show. I got weekly updates from one of my friends that tells me all the time about how much they love the show. And I uh, got firsthand to witness two fans at a local open mic night that told me that they love the show. Of the 21 episodes that I created in 2022... There's a lot that went into those episodes for which one was really popular, which one was the most difficult to create, and that's why I decided to go ahead and do a nice little appreciation episode to explain to everyone out there what they might not know about those episodes, about what happened beyond just pressing play. So that's why I'm standing here presenting an episode for the best of the 2022 episodes of The Screen Queen. Here we go. So how this episode is going to work is that it's going to be based off categories. Kind of like what you see on those award shows. And you see the person going, and the nomination for Best Actress is... Who gives a damn? Uh, You know what I mean. Um, (laughs) I couldn't help myself with that. Uh, But I'll have certain categories between popularity, difficulty. It's going to be kind of a mishmash of different categories that I'm going to be doing throughout this episode. So we're going to start off the categories with the most popular. When I was checking my stats for the show to see what was in the top five most downloaded episodes, I was very surprised to see that the most popular episode, as of right now, as I'm talking is my introduction episode. And there's a little bit of a story I want to give about that um, that introduction episode. That was the first time I was not nervous. Of the entire year and a half that I have been a podcaster, I, I struggle with my nerves. Like, I sweat faster than a senator on trial. Like, ugh. You could take all the sweat from all 11 seasons of The Walking Dead, and it's not even a quarter of the amount that I sweat during those episodes because 
it was a struggle to really emanate through my material and feel like I can really go off the cuff and I can bring something and I can be myself. And because this was an episode about um, talking about my history of movies, that was remarkably easy for me. It, I was very shocked to see how well it just flowed into that episode to introduce myself to the audience for the first episode on The Screen Queen. After releasing the first batch of episodes, I wasn't sure what was going to happen next with the show. I just didn't give too much emphasis on it and just let the show be the way it needs to be. If it's going to go someplace, great. If it doesn't, well, I'll love it just as much as I love the books I've written. It's still something that I created, and it's still something that's a very therapeutic outlet, and then, boom, it began a steady takeoff, and I got... Uh, notifications from friends saying they loved it and then I get phone calls from my friends saying that they showed it to people they know and then I get messages back from them saying that they love the show and it's just amazing to see that it's going places and all because I threw caution to the wind one day and did an episode without a script to present a whole show with movies and TV shows. Wow and here we are. The next category, fan favorite. Now, this isn't based off of statistics, but I do find this interesting that this is what I was personally told as a favorite. Among all of the people that are my friends or fans of the show that have told me what episodes that they liked, I've been very surprised that Who Framed Roger Rabbit was the one that came up the most. Now, before I tell you the actual stories about what was said about the Who Framed Roger Rabbit episode, I want to talk about what happened during the process of the Who Framed Roger Rabbit episode. Who Framed Roger Rabbit had already been covered pretty good, and a lot of movie critics have cited some of the importance of the film and some of the things of its integral part of cinema and its historical value, and with everything covered... I wasn't sure what was there for me to be able to talk about with something that is so famous. Having to say that Who Framed Roger Rabbit is a famous movie is basically saying water is wet. It's like, okay, that's kind of common knowledge at that point. So when I did the episode, I figured, well, let's just do some of the basics and talk about what makes Who Framed Roger Rabbit a great film, since that's kind of the whole important thesis that I brought to the channel for... The whole show is talking about why that film was so important and just kind of went from there and didn't try to make it too much of a spectacle and I just had fun with it and it was nice to be able to cover a fame a really famous movie on the show in my own way and in return getting to find out that that was the favorite episode after all that worry I put myself through that became the one that people and I'm being people, I mean two very important people, have said that they really enjoyed the episode for what they learned about the animation process for Who Framed Roger Rabbit. My friend Ams called me up and said that they absolutely loved the episode and they had got to learn a lot more about Who Framed Roger Rabbit than they did before. And then for a little treat, uh, this wonderful woman that I met named Alyssa James, uh, she'd said that the way she got introduced to my show was through the Who Frame Roger Rabbit episode, and it just all went from there. So knowing that if it wasn't for that episode, I wouldn't be here telling you that that became one of the favorite episodes on the show. 
definitely made me feel good knowing that this became a big integral part of my uh, history as a host on this show that I can look back and know that's the episode that people really liked. So now on to the next category, which was the most intimidating episode. Without a doubt, right off the bat, the most important but intimidating episode was my History of Rambo episode. That one was every level of difficult to to try and see what I could do. Because it was originally going to be just the first movie, First Blood. And then as I thought about it, I thought, well, let's stretch it out. Let's. There, there's a lot more to Rambo that people might not know. And instead of having to sprinkle it over the course of several episodes and wait for that opportunity, I figured, well, it's my show. I do what I want. I'll make that opportunity. And I made the History of Rambo episode and... In turn, it created a whole new series where I could be able to cover large franchises, which was amazing. But, if anyone has heard the episode or remembers it, uh, a lot of people might remember that I got emotional during that episode because it's one of the very few movies that ever makes me cry, and that's a, that's a hard list to get on. That really uh, pulled out all the stops for me to do such an intense film analysis for a series that I love, but also a series I hadn't finished yet. So you can kind of see it was kind of a race against the clock to get that episode done to cover something that I hadn't finished yet. And in the end, it turned out pretty good. It didn't really become hugely well-received, but I still am very proud of that episode for how I changed the game and what I could do, especially since it's a one of my favorite franchises to be able to kind of give that the honor that it needs was pretty great. Now there are two more episodes I'm going to be covering from the two recent specials I did back in 2022, which just gotta say, I had a grand old time being able to do a Halloween series and then doing a Christmas series. And I was quite surprised to see which one of the episodes turned out to be the most popular. So starting out with the Halloween series, to my surprise, everyone's favorite scaredy purple anthropomorphic dog took top dog in the Halloween series, as well as in my top five downloaded episodes of all time with 19 downloads. I rarely get the opportunity to talk about TV shows because there are very few that I'm going to be able to have the material to talk about them since they're a little bit longer than movies. So it's, it's kind of biting off a lot more than I can chew. So to know that the popular episode was the one that was another ambitious uh, take on trying to encapsulate and commentate on four seasons of one show, I I'm still surprised that that episode went very far and is still going pretty far. It's still going strong at 19 downloads. I don't know how far it's going to go, but it's kind of nice knowing that there's something that came out of the series, out of the whole random selection, the great pantheon, that everyone loved the commentary about America's favorite scared little dog. And for the last favorite to talk about in my recent series during Christmas time. The episode that got the most downloads was my Lethal Weapon episode. I guess I really am not getting too old for this shit if it really is pulling off very well. 
I wasn't quite sure what was going to happen during the Christmas series because it's a busy time that not many people are going to be having the time to listen to the show. So I kind of expected that if it was going to take a little longer for people to listen to the show, so be it, because Christmas is a busy time. But to still find out that people listened to the show during Christmas time was amazing, and that Lethal Weapon was the one that people loved the most. Since it's a movie that, yeah, it's still popular, but I didn't think it was going to be that popular to take home, like, the grand prize of being the best episode of the entire Christmas series was fantastic and amazing. Wow. I don't know if that's a crime or not, but maybe it's criminal how good that episode was, I guess. It's still phenomenal to think that there was so much work done in a little amount of time for 2022, from May to December, and seeing some of the episodes that really grew in popularity and the ones that touched people's hearts and the ones that were the most popular and then even from my point of view for the ones that I took the most pride in and the ones that I was shocked to see um, be popular in certain series that I did. It was nice to see that this show had a perfect amount of episodes, that everything that I covered, even though it was completely random, it all worked out for the better. I gotta say, I love the fact that this show runs on a lotto system because I never know what's going to happen with this show. I've had the most pleasant experience of not knowing uh, what's going to happen, and I'm one of those people that likes to know what's going to happen. You, your girls come a long way from feeling kind of like Courage the Cowley Dog where I'm terrified about what the outcome is going to be and just being okay with what the outcome is going to be. And I have a chock full of episodes that I have planned for 2023 and I can't wait to get into it. But first, I have an announcement. I've been thinking recently about how I want to um, put up some more episodes, but you're still going to have an episode coming out every Sunday. So, I'm starting a new side uh, series, maybe like a teaser, teaser series, so to speak, called Trailer Time. So those will be the episodes that I'll be talking about upcoming new movies while you're waiting for the new episode. So just like the way you see a movie, you see the trailer and then you get to have the grand featurette. And I've been thinking about it because I want to cover new movies even though I won't get the chance to talk about them for quite some time since I still honor my, my lotto system. I don't want to push the other episodes aside just because a new movie comes up. Like, that wouldn't be fair, and that would also make life harder on me <laughs> that I couldn't be able to get to the other material that I'd like to be able to cover. So every Thursday, you're going to get an episode that will be covering the trailer of a new movie I have one that I'm going to be getting in the works coming out sometime on Thursday. I don't know if it'll be this Thursday or next Thursday. It just kind of depends on how the schedule goes. But I like the fact that that will push out more episodes without deviating away from what I do every Sunday to prepare a new episode and get it out there. So I feel like that makes it a little bit fun because... There are a lot of trailers I want to commentate on, and it's kind of sad that I can't get the opportunity until, like, I watch the movie, or until I'm able to actually get it in my little lotto system. It just, it, it takes time to get to all the movies. <laughs> I'm just one little person that unfortunately re-watches re a lot more stuff than actually watches the new stuff. So, 
I'm looking forward to presenting that, and I hope that everyone's going to like it, and definitely let me know what your thoughts are going to be when the uh, first episode of Trailer Time airs. Uh, there's one more thing I would like to say, and then I promise we're going to get to what the new episode's going to be for 2023. After doing the Halloween series and doing the Christmas time series, I really want to do more holiday themed um, episodes for the whole month. I'm planning on doing a Valentine's Day month of a whole month of romance movies. And then I will be doing one for my birthday month in April, where you get to hear me talk about my favorite movies. In June, I have a whole month plan for just Pride movies, so anything LGBTQIA themed is going to be included. And I do have a few more events planned, but that's all I'm going to say for now. That You're going to have to be pleasantly surprised with the other events I have cooked up for the rest of 2023. So far, that is the grand plan. And without further delay, I promise there's no further delay, that's all the news I have, we're going to find out what the next and new episode is going to be for the first episode of The Screen Queen in 2023. Alrighty, let's go. Let's see, I had the time to put some new ones in here, so I'm looking forward to seeing what it's going to be. Oh, shit's falling out. Okay, let me just put those back in. I need someone for this. Wait, I got one. I got three. Nope. Come on, I just need one. What are you? <gasps> ah! oh, yes! Yes! Uh, a thousand times! Yes! Yay! Oh, yay, 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 yay! Oh, I'm so excited. This is amazing. Alrighty, my ladies and gentlemen and my non-binary babies. Your first episode for 2023 is going to be... Copland. I... Bet there are some people out there that have never heard of that movie, and you're about to know what it is. Oh, I'm so excited. Oh, that is fantastic. Alrighty, I am. That is one amazing way to start 2023 is with that movie. Especially since I was uh, just thinking about how good that movie is the other day. So, I think my lotto system is starting to read my mind now. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, thank you so much for listening to the best of 2022 for the Screen Queen series. I appreciate those out there that take their time uh, to listen to my episodes and the further support of the show. It's absolutely amazing. I've like dreamed of being able to have the uh, praise for something that I do. And I never thought that it would be for this show, but that's kind of the beautiful thing is that you never know when you're going to get the praise that's due to you. And I'm glad that it's with this show. Absolutely fantastic. I love you all and thank you so much. So in between waiting for trailer time and the new episode of The Screen Queen, you can catch up with me on my Instagram, the queen of the screen. The queen of the screen. Sometimes it's a tongue twister to say my damn name. You can hit me up for movie suggestions or uh, things that you would love to see on the show. Or if you just want to say hi, you're more than welcome to do that. You can also catch up with me on my TikTok where I post up a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff for the Screen Queen. You can find me at The Mystical Space Witch. Alrighty. I hope everyone had a happy new year. You all take care now and stay amazing. This is your host, signing off. Bye bye